Welcome to this week's edition of In the Clubhouse with EMD. I'm Andy Kirikides, joined by my wonderful co-host, Keith Glasser. Keith, how we doing? Great, how are you? Good. Excited to be here. Got a good topic today. Uh, hopefully we get some guys who are listening and are going to get a chance to experience some coach interaction and, and potentially some visits. So we're going to talk a little bit about questions to have prepared to ask coaches and some questions that you should be prepared to answer um, either on the phone or when you get in that visit setting. So let's kick it. Let's kick it off here. What do we got? Yeah, you're going on visits, whether it's official, unofficial, whatever. Um, you're going to go sit in an office and talk to a coaching staff about your interest in that program, um, whether you're be recruiting, you're being recruited or not. And, you know, I think the thing that families and student athletes need to understand is when you go sit into those offices and it's, it's a little, can be a little um, pressure filled, right? Like you're in front of a coach there, there's, uh, you know, I always like to kind of put people on the hot seat just to kind of see how they react. Um, you know, but that you're trying to figure out how invested in the process and, and in how invested in the program and the school that you coach at um, and run this family and student athlete are. So, you know, you're, you're trying to parse through some of the questions and, and what it is they're interested in. And it gives you an insight into how, you know, kind of squared away they are, but also what level of interest they have in your program. And I think, you know, one of the things and, you know, the, the easiest thing to, to kind of say is, you know, when you, you go on a visit and, you know, let's say you're being recruited by mostly Division three schools, you know, you should know by the time you get to campus that Division three baseball only has 40 games. So if your question, one of your questions is, you know, how many games do you play? You know, to me, that's like, okay, like, how much do you actually know about what it is we're doing here? Um, you know, because that's a, that's a pretty basic and, and well-known thing from a, a, a division three standpoint and same thing from division two or, you know, division one, you know, division one gets 56 and I, I believe it's 52 at the division two level. Um, you know, but you, you kind of want to, you, you want to, you can Google, questions asked coaches, you know, that's an easy thing to do. You can get on the Google machine and it'll spit out a list of 49,000 questions you can ask people. But what you really want to do is be able to have a, a list of questions that are tailored to what it is you're looking for in your experience at that program and in, in your college experience at whatever program you end up at. You know, you want things that you can kind of work through to, and get answers to that are going to lead you to the best decision that is going to get you to the right fit. You know, and, you know, one of them could be something like, you know, what is a what's a day in the life of a student athlete during the season? You know, what what do you guys do during the season and, and how does that what does that look like here at this school? And, and you're going to get a, a variety of answers. You know, sometimes it's going to be like, well, it's class and, you know, we do individuals and then we have team practice and then there's lift and study hall and, you know, a, a whole slew of things. And it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight into what it's like kind of to be a student athlete in that program. Um, and that kind of can, one, it lets you know what it is that they do and, and what it is it's gonna look like if you end up there, but it also provides a level of, you know, care and, and, and inquiry into what it is they do that is gonna guide your process to where, you know, you might, you might like what you hear, you might not like what you hear, but 
you know, those are the kind of questions that, you know, those in-depth questions that are going to lead into what's going to ultimately make your decision for the program you want to decide on when you're getting recruited. Like you want those questions to be at the forefront when you're asking them, um, when you're sitting in for visits, whether it's official or unofficial. Yeah, I think the big thing to build off what you're saying here, I think the big thing is not to not to ask questions that are going to get generic answers, right? You want answers to questions. You want to ask questions that are going to get you answers that are going to give you specifics into the program and specifics into how you would interact in that program. So for me, I always like the questions from players uh, when you're talking like purely from the baseball side. I liked when they asked about how does the strength and conditioning program integrate into our program? What does that look like? How many times do we lift during the off season? What uh, during the fall season? How many times do we lift during the off season? What's that program look like? That tells me that a kid one cares about it and two understands that, that a, that's a big part of being a college athlete. I was always a big fan of kids asking questions around how do you develop players? So like if you're a pitcher, you want to have some sort of an idea of what that pitching coach believes in, how he's going to manage you from a pitching perspective, and what what type of technology do they have available to them? Because that you know most Division One programs are going to have technology, but it's not always the same, and it's not always the same setup. Um, and you also want to make sure that if that's something that is important to you. You want to know that that coach has the capability to be able to leverage that data. It's one thing to collect it. It's another thing to be able to to digest it, analyze it, and then put it to good use. Um, Same thing on the hitting side. What's the hitting philosophy? What's the offensive philosophy? Probably more broadly, because if you have a little bit of self-awareness into the type of player that you are, if you're going to go play for Rob Detoma in San Francisco and you're not a kid who likes to run the bases and steal bases and be really good at that portion of the game, you might not be a good fit because that's not, that's a huge part of what they do. Now, Rob probably doesn't bring you on campus if he doesn't think that you have that kind of capability, but understanding the inner workings of a program and what they believe in from an offensive perspective is important. Like when I was at William and Mary, stealing bases wasn't something that we, it, we weren't built to do it, so we it really wasn't a big part of our offensive philosophy. Like we were advantageous base runners, and we had a bunch of guys who could leave the yard and hit doubles. So our offensive philosophy didn't fit really well for a kid who was a singles hitter who ran. Not saying that we weren't going to take that kid because we like diversity in the lineup, but if you're a kid who does that, just understand where you're going. Um, the other piece of it is if you can find ways to ask questions that you give you some insight into how the coaches coach and what the culture is like, because that's important. Um, if you get to do an official visit, you can definitely tease some of that stuff out when you're talking to players because players, they're generally going to shoot you pretty straight uh, in terms of you know what a practice looks like, uh, how the team gets along, what's the culture within the program. So being able to drill into specific questions about how those coaches are going to impact you from a baseball perspective, I think is huge. And then I think it's also important to drive at what are some of the support systems that are available to you from an academic perspective? Because no matter how good of a student you are, the transition to college and the transition to being a student athlete, you want to make sure that 
that that program has some safety nets in place to make sure that you get off to a good start and you're able to maintain success in the classroom because at the end of the day, you are a student athlete. So when kids ask me questions along those lines, I one, I enjoyed answering them. And two, it gave me a clue that that kid was worried more about the stuff that was really important and less about who's our gear sponsor and, you know, how many games we play, like really generic stuff like you're talking about. Like he was trying to get at something around, how are you going to make me better? How do I fit into this program? And if you're a player, you want to have those answers because if you get a chance to do three or four or five visits or you get to have a bunch of phone calls with several different coaches, now you can compare and you can say, hey, I really like this guy's answer about how he's going to develop me as a pitcher. Like that's the kind of guy I jive with. And I mean, we talk about it all the time, but the people that you're involved with when you get to college, those guys who coach you, the players that you play with, they're the ones who are going to be really impactful. Yeah, and to take it a, a just a minor step forward as well is what is, you know, what what's the athletic training staff like too? Um, I think is something that can be a, a a really good question to ask as well. Um, you know, not every program has an athletic trainer assigned to them. Not every program has trainers traveling with them. Um, you know, like when I was at RPI, our train we had a strictly one hundred percent baseball trainer who took care of all of our guys during the season. And in the off season, you know, and they traveled, he, you know, they traveled with us, you know, Austin was with me for a a good portion of when I was the head coach, but, um, you know, he traveled with us. So when we went to Florida, he came with us when we're on the road, he's there, you know, and in those types of things and and understanding how knowledgeable they, they are, you know, you can kind of get a a feel because, you know, if you do get hurt, you you do want to have somebody there that can handle the rehab and, and do those things with you. And, that the coaching staff trusts. And those are questions that you can kind of figure, you know, you can ask and, and kind of get to the bottom of um, on your visit. And I think the other, <clears throat> excuse me, part two is the, the, the financial aid aspect of things that is inevitably going to come up on every single visit that you go on when you're talking with coaches. This is the part in, in the visit where like it is 100% perfectly fine for mom and dad and parent guardian, whatever, to chime in and, and ask questions as well. Um, you know, not to say that it's, it's not okay for you to ask some questions it, it, as a, as a parent guardian in, in the other stuff, but you really want it to be geared, you know, and coming from the, the student athlete, because they're the ones that's going to be experiencing this and living this every single day for the next four years. You know, you want to be comfortable. Yes. With the coach that you're going to be leaving your son with for the next four years. Um, you know, and, and, but when you get to the, the, the financial aid and, and the support, you know, to your point, the support thing and things like, like, those are things as parents, you want to be concerned about and ask those questions as well. Like, you know, what type of academic support is there? Is there, you know, what type of mental health things do we have on campus? If that is something that is, you know, a concern of yours, um, all of those types of things that, you know, that are beyond the baseball field as a parent. You 100% have the full authority and, and the right to ask those questions and, and get those answers. Um, and coaches should know them, you know, so and it should tell you something if they don't know them. Um, you know, so it, it, you, you, those are things that you can start to kind of figure out when you're on when you're on these visits, you know, what, you know, how to ask, what to ask, those types of things. But the things that, you know, and I think what we're both driving out here is you want to get to the point of 
you want to have a list of questions of things that are important to you and what it is that you're going to be, what you want out of your college experience, both from an athletic and academic standpoint and from a support standpoint so that you know, you know, mom and dad, you know, when you go there, he goes there that he's going to be taken care of on off the field. And then the student athlete knows like, okay, I'm going to be taken care of on the field as well. Like where I got guys who can coach me, who can develop, who can do these things. Um, and, and when you, you know, get those, the answers that you like, then you're going to be able to really narrow down the, the programs and the schools that is that you're ultimately going to decide on where to go. Spot on. So I'm going to pose a question to you because you've sat in this seat quite a few times and I know I've sat in it as well. We hit it from a little bit of a different perspective, but like, what are some of the questions that you liked to ask kids when they were on a visit and something that these, that, that players and parents should, should maybe prepare for and start to think about how they want to answer these type of questions. Um, good question. Um, I would always like to ask, you know, where do you see yourself right now? Like if you were to walk into this program right now, where do you see yourself? Um, I would like to ask, you know, what type of, you know, do you play other sports? What type of competitor are you? Um, you know, is it do you, like, do you like to compete in things other than baseball? Um, which I think can be, you know, telling in, in a lot of different aspects. You know, I, I used to tell my guys all the time and I, I, say that I just, I'm, I'm one of the most competitive people you'll ever meet. I think, um, like, you know, I, if I'm playing my grandma in Scrabble, like I'm trying to win, man. Like doesn't matter what it is. I, I made my sister cry when I was like 21 playing Candyland. like didn't matter. Like I, I was, I'm out to win. Um, you know, and I, I think, but I think that's like, it, it can tell you some stuff of like, you know, what, like, are you interested in competing in things outside of baseball? Well, you know, cause that lends itself to the weight room. It lends itself to the classroom. Um, you know, what type of student are you, you know, would you say that you're a student who is on top of your stuff and you're going to be good in the classroom? Because that one of the things that you, you never want to worry about as a coach is, do I have to worry about this kid in the classroom? Am I going to have to hold his hand for four years? Is he a lifelong study hall type guy? And is he going to be bordering on being academically eligible for his entire career here? Or is this a guy that when he gets here, hey, man, like this is a kid that's going to be squared away and I don't have to worry about it because he's going to be knocking down three fours and above for his entire career. Um, you know, because those types of things, and, and, and I think that coaches have spoken to it uh, on the podcast in the past that we've interviewed, you know, if you're really if you really take care of the classroom, like it generally bleeds into other parts of your life as well. You know, and I think that those types of things, like those kids generally are not going to be late to practice. They're not going to be, you know, they're not going to show up to a home game with gray pants on when you're, you're wearing your home whites. Um, you know, those types of things, you know, and, and you know, those, I, I, those are some of the questions that I would ask because I'm trying to, you know, it's not necessarily all baseball that I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if you are going to be able to fit into our program from a, a personal standpoint as well. Um, you know, because if I have you on campus, the the likelihood of me thinking that your skill set fits into our program is is there, right? Like I'm not necessarily bringing people into campus that I don't think can actually play in our program. I'm then trying to figure out once I get you there, are you like, are you going to be able to fit in personality wise into our program? And if our program's hyper competitive, 
I, it might not be the best setting for you. And it might not be, I might not be the best coach for you in those situations, because if I'm hyper competitive and you're maybe not, we might not mesh well, you know, and I, I think we've had coaches talk about that on here as well. And I learned that as I got older, but it, you know, I would ask those types of questions to kind of figure out, am I going to be able to mesh with this kid? And is he going to be able to come into our program and seamlessly kind of integrate himself um, with all of our, the, the current players that we have? Um, and I think that's a big thing nowadays. You know, everyone talks about culture and, you know, everything that they have going on. You know, guys really want to figure out, coaches really want to figure out, excuse me, whether or not you are going to be able to come in and, and legitimately, you know, fit into that program with everybody. And look, the, the reality is like it's going to take you a handful. It's going to take you the fall at the very least. In some instances, it might take you a full year because it is a huge adjustment. Like you're going from high school into college and, you know, but there's tells. And I, I think when you do this, as long as we have, you can figure out relatively quickly. I mean, I'm not as good as coach Rossi, coach Rossi guys used to leave the office and he'd be like, Nope, not going to happen. I wasn't that good. Um, but you, you can start to ask some questions to figure out like, yeah, this, I, I think this is going to work or no. Um, you know, and I, I think the other thing too, that coaches pay attention to a lot more than a lot of kids know and families realize is how you interact with your siblings and your parents on the visit. Um, you know, there's, I've said it before, like there, there was one instance in particular where I didn't move forward on a kid because of the way he treated his mother on our, uh, on his visit. Um, I didn't like it. I, I didn't think, I thought that it was, you know, inappropriate and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to deal with it, you know? So like how you treat your, you know, how you treat your family, your siblings and whatever, and, and talk about them on your visit, you know, is something that can, can raise some green flags and it can raise some red flags. Um, of like, Hey, like this is, this kid, this is a really good kid. And he, he, he's, he's, he's going to be fine. Um, in other instances, it might be like, yeah, I don't know if this is really going to work out. So, you know, there, the, those things are paid attention to a lot more. And, and that's part of the reason why they bring you on campus. They want to see if this is going to be a fit for them. Um, because ultimately you're likely going to be there for four years, you know, so they want to make sure that the four years that they have you, it's going to be you know, pretty easy sailing from, from those instances. Yeah. The body language thing, I think it's, it's hard to quantify how important that is because a lot of times it's not necessarily what you say. It's how you're interacting. You know, I've been on visits with guys that were recruiting real hard and they just seem disinterested in being there. And Hey, if you don't want to be here, like we can find another guy. Like, and if I'm giving advice to players and parents as they're listening to this, like you always want to give, you always want to give a coach a reason to say yes. So yeah, maybe it's not your favorite place or maybe you had a bad morning, but like you need to put on, like you need to put on a little bit of energy and you need to put on a little bit of a show and make sure that you're there, that you're engaged, that you act like you want to be there. Cause I've had coaches call me after kids went and visited and say, Hey man, does he does he actually want to like? Does he is he really interested? And I'd be like, well, what do you mean? Uh, he's just kind of dragging behind on the visit. His body language is a little bit off. Like he seems like a really good kid, but he just seemed disinterested. And you don't really want to give that vibe off as a player. And just be cognizant of the fact that coaches are paying attention to that. And you, you hit on exactly like how you talking to mom and dad. That's a 
a huge red flag for a lot of coaches that if you're not going to talk to your mother and father with a certain level of respect, what makes me think that when you show up on this campus and I have to tell you that you're not doing something the right way, or I have to hold you accountable for something that you did wrong, what makes me think that you're going to handle that well? Um, well, and not, not even from a coaching standpoint, like if you, if it's, if it's your parent, like, how are you going to handle your teammates? Yeah. Right. You know, it, it's, it's the same kind of thing because, you know, I, I think in, in really good programs, they're, you know, they're, they're policed by the players that have been there because there's, there's a standard that is upheld and they're going to uphold it. And if, you know, the, the good programs make sure that it doesn't necessarily, and we're not talking about anything like wildly awful here, right? Like we're talking about, you know, what you're supposed to wear to practice and being on time and being at little, whatever that stuff is like the good programs, like those types of things get nipped before it even gets to the head coach. Yep. But by the time it gets to them, because likely it's going to go to the assistants first and then the assistants are going to try to take care of it. And then it gets to the head coach. And by the time it gets to him, they know that it's probably problem. going through five, like it's been run up the flagpole and it's a problem at that point in time. When, you know, I think nine times out of 10, if that type of behavior is, is vetted on the, on the front end in the um, recruiting process, you can, you know, you're going to move on because you can find a very similar, if not the same player who's going to do all the right things, you know, and as my wife likes to say, is the juice worth the squeeze? And if it's not, they're going to move on to the the next the next available guy that they think is going to be a, a better fit into their program. Bree's always got some good sayings. We have a, we have a couple that we don't necessarily think are as cool as she does, but that's all right. That's for another time. Um, real quick, a couple of things that I did like to pry at with players is I tried to ask them some questions to get an idea of what their self awareness was. So they seem simple, but asking a kid. Hey, what do you think you do really well? How do they answer that question? If they go straight to, I think I, you know, have really good bat speed or it's like a very simplistic answer. Okay. It gives me an idea. If I get a kid who says, Hey, I, I think I play really hard every day. And I've seen them play and that matches up. I'm like, all right, this kid kind of has an understanding of some of the things that are valuable. Um, and then on the other, the, the flip side of it, I wanted to see if they had any self-awareness about like, what do you need to do to get better? Like, what are some things that you need to work on so that when you get to campus, you're in a position to put yourself uh, in a spot to play and you get different answers from kids. Some kids have never thought about that question before. And I think you do yourself a disservice if you're not looking at that as a player, not, not just being able to answer that question in front of a coach, but you should be asking yourself that now. Like, what do I do really well and how do I make sure that I maintain that? And then what do I need to continue to work on? Um, so some of the self-awareness stuff there, I think, is really important. It kind of cues you into a kid's mindset and, and how coachable they might be. Uh, and the other piece that I always try to get at is, like, what's that kid like off the field? So what interests them? You know, what, what fires you up outside of just baseball? Um, and some kids will answer it, like, all I care about is baseball. But honestly, that's not the answer I want to hear. I want to hear that the kid's got some other stuff that he's excited about because baseball's hard. And if you don't have other things that fire you up off the field that, you know, that get you up in the morning, it, it'll be a tough drag for you. So um, just trying to get an understanding of what, the, what makes that kid tick, uh, I think is, is something that coaches are going to drive at. So if, if you're a player, kind of to sum it up before we, we close this one out, 
be cognizant of how you act, your body language. I think it's really important. Make sure that you're prepared to answer some questions around who you are, what you believe in, what you think you're good at, what you think you can improve on. And then make sure you have some questions ready to go that are not going to solicit generic answers. Make it tough on these coaches. Make sure that they are prepared to answer questions about how they're going to make you better, what your experience on that college campus is going to be like. Because you can flip the script a little bit. Like, yeah, they're, you're there and they're recruiting you, but you're also recruiting them. Because if you're looking at multiple schools, those guys need to provide good answers because ultimately you get to make a decision. So make sure you're asking questions that are going to give you a chance to evaluate the coaching staff in the, in the colleges that you're going to go visit. Anything else? Nope. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Catch up with you next week. Thank you for listening this week. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and smash that like button for us. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at EMD Baseball. If you want to find out what me and Keith do to help families and players navigate the recruiting process, Go ahead and check us out on emdbaseball.com. Take a few minutes to check out our new online academy. I promise you'll get some good information out of that. Thanks again for listening. Check in with you next week.